Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP Radio. Well, 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 welcome everyone to another episode of GDP Radio Live right here at GDPRadio.com. As always, my name is Michael D. Mullins, and for the first time of the first year of the first month of 2023, I pull into my spot to broadcast live from the DDP Radio Megaplex. I'm wearing a New Year's baby diaper, a sash that says Happy New Year, and I'm dancing around all the way up those stairs. I ain't even going to take the elevator because I'm powerful. I'm inspired. I'm going to walk all the way up these stairs, one by one by one, all the way up to the top part, the rooftop of the DDP Radio Megaplex. I pop a cork of champagne, pour one for all my friends, climb up to the top of the DDP Radio Megaplex Mega Towers, the tallest part of the tallest point of all of North Carolina. And as I sit on the tippy, tippy top of that tower, I, I, I squint my eyes and look into the dark night. And I look all the way past the Americas, all the way past New England, and all the way up through Canada. And I look to the top of the top of the top of the mountain on top of Mount Ontario, and I look for a sign. Crystal, show me a sign. And there it is, the red light, the fire beaming from the mountaintop where Crystal broadcasts. We lock eyes. We flip the switch that blasts GDP radio throughout the world for the first time in 2023. We're off and to the races. Crystal Stewart, how are you, my friend? Oh, I'm good. Happy New Year, everyone. <laughs> Happy New Year. I'm gonna tell yeah. you right now. I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change out of my New Year's baby diaper costume because uh, let's just say it's not very comfortable. So I'm gonna put on something a little, a little more fitting for a professional radio show like we do right here. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Mm. You know. Um, Everyone, you know, we got a lot of great messages, and you know, from people who listen to the show, you've gotten the social media popping, a lot of people on there, and you get a lot of great messages from people who've been on the show saying what a great, you know, professional organization, what a great job we do, a professional job, and if they knew what kind of tomfoolery we do behind the stage <laughs> oh my that makes it, and then fake it and make it look like we know what we're doing, uh, you know, fake it till you make it, right? Right. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> yeah, if you look, I mean, pretty much every, no matter how much, I mean, you know, today was a busy day, but I know, no matter how much time I have before DDP radio, I always uh, say it's like Indiana Jones when he's running and gets <laughs> underneath the boulder and swift, just enough time to grab my hat and to get this show started. But, uh, you know, we do what we do, and that's how we do it, and people seem to like it, so I'm good with that. Yeah, it seems to work, so... Hey, if the wheel isn't broken, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And um, so the first show of 2023, um, yeah. when DDP Radio first started, I've talked about this before, but Robert and DDP were the first two co-hosts, and um, that was in 2010. This show is like, I think we were around like, there was a couple episodes of Joe Rogan that's already been done when DDP radio started and there's a Mark Maron's podcast was around, but the podcasting landscape was 
pretty barren. And, you know, yeah. it's crazy to think that almost 13 years later, we're still doing DDP radio, 600 episodes in, and uh, I'm so glad to be carrying the torch and been trusted with this uh, from you and from DDP and from Robert and everyone involved. It's so much fun doing this show, and 2023 is going to be a hell of a year. Yeah, it is. And since I do all the bookings, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a pretty impressive year. <laughs> oh, well, I love it. And I know that you have such a great passion for finding amazing stories. And I know you work very hard on bringing us the most inspirational, great people here on GDP Radio. And rumors have it that you've done it again and you found a amazing guest for us, uh, an amazing warrior of the week to tell his story and I'm yep. so excited to uh, get into it. I looked into his uh, bio that was sent over, and he's gone through a lot, and he's overcome a lot, and he's inspiring, and he's ready to just tell the world how he got where he is tonight. And I'm going to let you do the honors and bring on our next guest, if you will, Crystal. Sure. So um, our warrior this week in this whole new year is my friend Bob Wright. Now, um, the Slate has been wiped completely clean. We're on a whole new year. We get to put our best foot forward. Um, how amazing is that? We Nothing else matters. We get to move forward, and that's a wonderful thing. Tonight's warrior is Bob Wright, as I mentioned. And while reading his story, I was amazed at what he has had to overcome. It's incredible. I mean, I'm just going through the list in my mind, and it's amazing. Um, he's overcome so much, and to get where he currently is, it's it's inspiring. It really is. Um, it's an amazing story about how your body can have taken some hits, but your mind is still able to show up, um, and so can you. So mind over matter, right? It really is that simple. Um, it's kind of like that old story that you heard your grandparents talk about. Um, wherever your mind can go, your body can go there too. It's just, it takes a bit of time sometimes, that's all. Um, but you're worth the effort. The Every single effort counts. So this is what we do here. And I promise you're gonna you're gonna enjoy this story, and I'm really looking forward to talking to Bob. So please welcome our warrior this week, my friend Bob Wright. Hey guys, how you doing? Good, Happy how are you? Hey, hey, thanks for having me in. It's an honor to be on your show. Oh, thanks for coming. Oh, on. Thank, thank you so much, Bob, and and uh, we appreciate you coming on, being the first guest of 2023. Um, we uh we this is the show's easy it's conversational we don't have anything planned we just start a conversation and take it where it goes but the one thing we always like to start out with is every warrior has an origin story every superhero has an origin story what got bob right to the point where he decided to take that step to gdpy what were the circumstances where were you at and how did you get where you're uh are today okay so um to to understand where um, I am today and why I started doing DDPY, yeah, I'd, I'd like to fill in a little bit of a backstory. So, sure. um, um, you know, leading up to about um, December timeframe of 2020, I want to think is when it was, um, my wife and I would sit back and, and Saturday and, you know, I'd be all hungover from drinking the night before, and we'd be watching um, a television show called Intervention. I, I don't know if you guys heard of it, but it's a pretty, it's a pretty powerful uh, series on TV. And um, so we would watch this quite a bit, and, I, and every time I'd watch these people on the show, I'd be like, gosh, I, I really need to do something better about my health. And um, about that time, um, I would be walking up my stairs, uh, the stairs from the first floor to the second floor to go to bed, and I'd, I'd get to the top of the stairs, and I felt like I'd run a marathon. For, and um, finally I went to um, my wife and I said, you know, I, I, something's not right. Something about what I'm doing just isn't right. It's not healthy. 
And so I decided to go to the doctor, get it checked out. Again, this is back in December of 2020, I believe it was going to be 2021. And, um, and uh, I, the doctor did some blood tests, and he told me I was anemic. And, and I didn't know what, you know, being anemic meant, didn't know anything about it. But at the time, I was like 266 pounds, eating like shit, and, and uh, just had – you know, a lot of unhealthy lifestyles. Uh, uh, I made a lot of unhealthy lifestyle choices. And, um, and again, I just, you know, um, I, I decided that I needed to do something at that point. Um, another little bit of a backstory of, of the why I decided and what really was a driving force is we had a family member um, have a child and um, got sent away for a little bit of time. And uh, my wife and I had the uh, joyous pleasure of taking this little child on. He was about five weeks old at the time. Oh. And, um, he, yeah, he's a cute little kid. I don't know if you guys ever seen pictures of him, but he's just amazing. Um, it, it got closer and closer to the time that it, in, a, in a reality that we were going to be in a position to adopt this little guy. And another driving factor was um, uh, for me to, to get – and a better health and, and what drove me into the direction of DDPY was, um, you know, if this, if I wanted to be around for this little child to uh, have a father, a figure in his life, then I was going to have to do something different. Um, so about, again, this is the end of December. I uh, went through a bunch of tests um, about the anemia thing to figure out why I was losing blood and um, after the last test, the doctor said, well, you know, we need to do one more thing. I was like, well, let me just correct some behavioral things I have first, and let me try to get into better shape, you know, eat better food. Let's just see if that's not the issue, right? So um, that's when I started um, watching uh, you've seen something on Facebook about uh, DDPY. I think it was either the Vance Hines video I watched first or the Arthur video. And um, it was pretty inspirational. I think a lot of people got a lot of inspiration by that, and so did I. So um, I downloaded the app. Um, I went through the first week without doing anything except thinking about doing DDPY. And, you know, I called the support line and said, hey, I downloaded the app. I registered. And, I didn't do my first week. Can you please give me another week free? And they were like, yeah, sure. So they, they gave me another week, and I, I think I did my first workout um, eventually on February, in the middle of February of 2021. And uh, about the first week of month, I was doing DDPY, and I was still drinking. I was telling my buddies, yeah, I'm drinking. I'm still I'm doing DDPY. I'm getting in great shape. And a lot of people were laughing at me and, and – and then finally, uh, going back to the whole intervention show, I, my wife and I were watching it again, and it was a Friday night. I think it was uh, March 19th, 2021. I woke up, or I drank that night, woke up on the 20th, and, and I said, no more. I'm not, if I'm going to try to get better one of, and get healthy, one of the things I'm going to have to do is uh, correct uh, my alcohol uh, behavioral issues. So uh, I stopped drinking on that day. That was the last time I had a drink of alcohol. And from there, it just kind of skyrocketed into um, a, a weight loss adventure. I was, during my adventure with DDPY, I followed the, um, the I think it's called Level 3, the eating uh, protocols mm-hmm. that they have. And and I, I thought it was kind of amazing that I was just kind of eating whatever I wanted based on what, what was aligned with the, the program, and uh, and I was losing a crap load of weight. I was, I mean, I was losing, I don't know, about, at least seven to ten pounds a month for quite a long time, and then by by April or sorry October, I was pretty much lost all the weight. I needed to lose. I'd, at that time, I, was, I lost close to 90 pounds. So that was, wow. you know, from February, February, middle of February, I started quit drinking in March, and then by the middle of October timeframe, I was down. I'd lost 90 pounds. And uh, yeah, so that was that was pretty much it. And from there, I joined. Um, Amanda Blocker had a, a jacked workout. Um, 
challenge. And I think Scott French had a, a coin challenge like before, that summer before, and I really wanted to join that one, and I did. And, and then um, it was kind of cool because uh, Dr. Tom Wallet reached out to me, and I, I, uh, I mentioned to him that I was doing the Jack uh, uh, challenge with Manda, and he made a comment about, hey, you ought to try this Jack challenge. Um, so um, I was like, well, it's a lot of the same workouts that Amanda had, so I can basically kill two birds with one stone. So I still participated in Amanda's challenge and worked with Dr. Tom on the Jack Transformation uh, program from October till February. And, you know, that was kind of an amazing thing to go through because, you know, you would think putting some cuffs on your arms would, would may or may, may work. I don't know. I never worked with that technology before, the, the, that mindset. And it worked out quite well. And then, uh, yeah, then, you know, that's about it. I, I don't know what else to add besides that. I mean, I am going through another cha- uh, uh, program right now with Dr. Tom. We could talk about that if you guys want. But that's sure. kind of in a nutshell my, my program or what I've gone through with the, with the program. Wow. Like, you know, that, that's, I mean, that's a hell of a story, man. And I love the self-awareness that you have or maybe not have developed, you know, sometimes that doesn't come naturally to look at your situation and realize that, you know, unless I clean up my habits, unless I clean up my head, my, uh, my body's not going to follow suit. Um, it's something that takes a lot of learning to realize that you're setting yourself up for failure and realizing some of my habits and my lifestyle are not um, conducive, conducive to m- m- what I want. And for you to look at, you know, the intervention show and be inspired to quit drinking like that, I mean, that is often a hard road that doesn't come easily for people, but you made a decision right there and changed your life for the better. How was the process of, of kind of working through uh, you know, destruct, you know, drinking habits and also with DDPY, how did those paths kind of uh, help each other or hurt each other? Or what was that process like? It, it, surprisingly, the, the, the stop drinking part was, I thought it was relatively easy. I, I thought it'd be a lot harder. I, the one thing that, that was important to me is I, you know, I value my friends and my friendships with the people and my relationships I have all the way around. And I didn't want to lose any of the people that I hung out with, basically my drinking buddies. So I didn't quit hanging around them. I'd still go out with them and hang out with them while they were, you know, having a few drinks. And I, they, you know, of course they would try to bust my balls and, and get me to, to have a few. And, and I'd never caved, not even one time. So that, that was a pretty that was that part of it was pretty easy. The tough part about it was the physical challenges that I had with the DDPY and aligning fat, and the mental part of all the all the injuries I've had in my life. You know, I've I've had um, um, at one point about five years ago, I had it with what's called a deep vein thrombosis. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that or not. Yes. Are, are yep. You? Yep. So. When you go in and you get diagnosed with a with a DVT, one of the first things they do is they do they do an X-ray of your lungs, and they make sure that you ha- don't have a pulmonary embolism. And I did; I had several in my lungs. Uh, and and uh, so you you kind of evaluate your life and think about. I was at the time anyway. You know, I I was really lucky to get through that alive, and it was uh, so. But the struggles I had with in aligning my goals of not drinking was nothing compared to, you know, the the physical component and trying to do the program and and make sure that you're healthy enough to do the program, number one. And then when, you know, some of the injuries you've had in your life, can you do these, the, the program to the level that you want to and, and you know, enjoy it? And that all part part of it was kind of a challenge, but it worked out great. So, yeah. I don't know if that's what you're asking, Mike, but that was the answer I had. <laughs> no, I mean, that, that's a great answer. And um, I was just curious because, you know, the the alcoholism, I mean, that's the, I mean, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was an alcoholism or if it was just, you know, excessive drinking. I don't know what you were dealing with, but that's a hard enough road to travel. But 
I think that, I mean, I've talked to a lot of addicts on this show who kind of depend on DDPY or some sort of exercise when going through some kind of withdrawal symptoms or what some kind of detox. Um, it, it replaces that boredom factor. It replaces that kind of, you know, you get a buzz from doing a workout. You get a buzz from running. And um, But it's it's pretty impressive and pretty cool that you can still kind of do the things you were doing and then find joy with them without drinking. You can go hang with your buds. You can, you know, do a lot of the things you can do. A lot of times that's hard for people to balance. And I think it's, 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 it takes a strong person to kind of go into a situation where you've always been one way and just do something different. I'm going to go in here. I'm not going to be drinking. I'm not going to be, you know, using or whatever it may be, but still enjoy my friends the same kind of way. Um, that's hard for a lot of people. That, that's pretty impressive how you're able to navigate that. Yeah, thanks. Um, you know, you did say something that made me think about something that did happen in my first few months. I've, I've always been like a really anxious person. Like, um, you know, if uh, Santa Claus, when I was a kid, when he was coming the next night, I couldn't sleep at all. I'd be up all night long. But when I first started the program and right after I quit drinking, I, you know, I forgot, I listened to an episode of your show and somebody made a comment about you can't, you can't get there in a week. You can't, you know, you're not going to lose 80 pounds in a week. But I was like so determined and I knew I was going to do it. But my first few months I had that anxiety thing going on that like, and, um, Another thing that uh, it's not really a condition. Everybody has what they call premature ventricular contractions or PVCs. And, um, but I have them sometimes to the point where, you know, they, you feel like your heart's going to jump out of your chest. And I had a period in May of that first year I started uh, DDPY where I was uh, laying up at night and I, I, it, it could have been a symptom of withdrawal from alcohol. I don't know. I don't, I don't, necessarily attributed to that, but um, I felt these really anxious feelings in my heart coming out of my chest, and uh, and I think it was all attributed to being anxious about wanting to, you know, be successful now type of thing, like everybody says, you, you know, you can't do, and I knew, I knew I can't do it, right? I knew I had to pay my dues, but um, I reached down to my Apple Watch and hit my ECG, and just to see what it would register, and it uh, it registered an AFib event. So I, um, yeah, so I freaked out and, you know, went down and told my wife, I said, I, I don't know what to do with this, right? So, um, and my heart kept doing that, and um, about an hour later, I did it again. My heart was still doing that, that kind of activity, and it registered another AFib event. So the very next day, I called my doctor, got into a cardiologist and, and that whole thing. Now, that could have been something related to, um, you know, the withdrawal part of it, the, the anxiety, the, the, you know, wanting to be successful, wanting the thing to come now and you just got to wait. But it, that all ended up well. They did a, a, a bunch of heart tests while I was continuing doing DDPY at the time. And um, and everything turned out fine. They just they said some people get anxious and their heart does stuff like that. And um, but it's kind of scary when you're wanting to you know get on the mat and do a little bit of uh, DDPY and and you your your heart does that and you do something or, or it comes up an aphidic event. That's kind of weird. <laughs> That's frightening. Yeah, that was a trip. Uh, but that's, I, I, I mean, that's, that's, that can be scary. That's very scary. Um, and uh, I had not uh, AFib, but I had this uh, situation when I first started uh, doing DDPY. I had one of those old heart monitors. They use different ones now. But something registered weird on the heart monitor, and my my heart rate went insanely through the roof. And I, I concluded that it was, a, it was an error with the device, my doctor ended up saying. But I got super anxious for like a year after every time I do a DDPY workout because it freaked me out so much that I just stopped wearing my watch, which probably wasn't the great thing to do for a while, but it did. It, it got in my head and, and yours is obviously different than that, but um, I definitely felt anxious, really anxious every time I put my heart monitor on and I hear the heart rate go up and it stuck with me for a little bit. It, it gets in your head a bit. <laughs> it does. 
I'm, I and you know these watches are so sophisticated now. I don't know when that happened with you, Mike, but the, the sophistication behind them. But when I took, I showed my doctor that AFib event, um, the two AFib events I recorded, and he looked at them and he was like, "Yeah, that's legit for sure." But you know, and then that's when we went down the avenue of all the different tests. But it's yeah, it's amazing. Oh. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, but mine was like an archaic, you know, one of the first models of heart monitors that I'm not even sure was registering right most of the time. So I'm sure yours was lit out, Jen. I'm just, I was just saying after that heart event or not event, whatever it was I had, I really got anxious for a while and it kind of like stuck with me for a bit. So um, I can see how having a like a legit AFib event like that can make you a little, you know, it's got to get intimidating. And sometimes when you get on the mat, you got to have that in the back of your head um a little bit oh yeah for sure yeah for sure so yeah um oh, sorry go ahead oops no i was gonna say um i was reading up on your on your stuff and and it says that you were invited to the pc uh in 2022 hmm. um which to meet the man himself which i think that's like the equivalent of Johnny Carson calling a comedian over to his couch. Like that's like getting the nod from DDP to get that invite. What did it feel to kind of see where you were before, how hard you worked to become such a respected member of this community, putting in the work to get that call to come hang with uh, the big man and uh, come to the PC itself? That was amazing. You know, um, I, when, when it's like – when I started working uh, with the program, uh, I've had three different events that people call me up and say, you know, uh, uh, two two people asked an interview and then come to the PC for the summit. And I, all three times, I was like, is this a joke? I mean, this this, and but it was for real. It was like it was crazy, man. I, it's insane. But uh, the PC experience was awesome. It was amazing. Um, uh, I kind of got to meet. DDP, uh, but I kind of didn't. Uh, but one of the funniest things was is um, Mark DeSecco was him and I arrived at the PC one time at the same time the first day. We all were there, and he was like, "It's like he said this. He said it's like Facebook puked and here's everybody, right? <laughs> and, you know, you have. It, it is funny, yeah." He had a he nailed it right there, and um, you know, and and all the crazy things like um, another you know another Mark DeSecco story. He, he is, am I saying his name right? By the way, I think it is DeSecco. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, so you know, we were in the uh, uh, hotel lobby uh, the night before, and uh, the first day was supposed to meet at the PC, and he asked if I wanted, or I asked him if I could work out with him in the morning doing some uh, stretch thing. And he was like, yeah. So I met him in the hallway and we worked out in the hallway in front of an elevator. And it was one of the crazy experiences um, that, that there, it was just a you know kind of cool thing to happen. But all the people there, I, the very first night I got there, um, I walked, I, I was sitting in the lobby and uh, Stephanie Kelly walked in with uh, Jason Henry and Candy McCarthy. Is that, it's like, it's, it's, it's insane. All these people that you walk and, uh, or you lit, watch online and, and uh, you're inspired by, they walk in the, in the lobby of the hotel and they're right there. And I walked up to him and I said, hey, can you guys mind if I sit with you? You're the only people I recognize here. And they were like, yeah, more than welcome. And they were they were just amazing and awesome. Just, and, you know, that goes back to the DDPY community. It, it, whatever you see and, and you uh, interact with people online in the DDPY Facebook community, at the PC you get that exact same experience, but you get it live. You get to meet the people and interact with them in that capacity, and it's, it's so cool. It's amazing. Nothing better than that. I mean, it's funny that Mike Mike says it all the time, that, you know, when new people come on and they join, you know, the Facebook group or, you know, just any of the groups, we do not tolerate any negativity <laughs> at all because it's just not a thing here. And it's amazing how much it has branched and how everybody just, you know, is known for it now. Yeah, it, it's 
it's, it's, I don't know, it's like uh, having your favorite cousin being with you, uh, access to your favorite cousin or your brother or something all the time. And, right. and um, yeah, and, and one of the, cra- another crazy thing, it's like the community and how you branch off, like you'll talk to somebody on, um, or make a comment on somebody's post on the Facebook group. Um, and before you know it, you're, they're instant messaging you. And then before you know it again, you're, you're talking to, in a Facebook uh, chat group with, you know, seven or eight of your closest friends and you all become friends at that point. Yep. And yeah. And, and it's like everybody gets the support on daily things, not necessarily re- related to DDPY, but everything you just get that emotional support. And it's, that's another great thing. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> so the, from the time where you started to now, what kind of changes have you made physically, mentally, if you were going to kind of give a cliff notes of, of where you were and where you've been, how has GDPY and your lifestyle changed affected your numbers, weight, you know, health, positive attitude, all that stuff? Um, so I would say the, the, the numbers, obviously losing the weight is, is um, great. I mean, you know, being – a size 42 that's really snug and you're done really unhealthy. Your knees hurt all the time to being, you know, 180 pounds in a size 30, 32 inch waist. That's it's a great feeling, you know, and, and it's, it's also has a psychological component too, you know, um, as far as that goes. Um, but I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, it's, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It, you know, one reason why I, I started doing the program is because I, I needed to do something that, um, that I could do, number one. You know, uh, having bad knees and all the health issues that I had, I, I needed something that was going to uh, complement my, my injuries um, and, and um, that I could do and I knew I could do it. And watching the Arthur video and seeing his determination and Van Tynes, oh, my gosh, that, that video was, was crazy too. And just seeing the outcome that they've had and the, the turnaround that they've had from the, an emotional uh, component all the way to being physically able to do things. And, and uh, that, that was, you know, kind of cool. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure I answered your question, Mike, Oh no! Um, I was just so. Um, you started out at a size forty-two. Did, how much weight have you lost total since starting uh, DDPY? Um, so I got I got down to ninety pound loss. So I started at two sixty-six. And I was I'm sorry. I was I was just under ninety pounds. I got down to uh, one seventy-eight at one time, and um, at at that point. I, you know, I, I was still doing DDPY, but I, I also kind of reverted back to some of my uh, eating, shitty eating habits, too. Um, you know, one of the things I did is I started eating Dave's Killer Bread, and, and that's just, man, that's deadly stuff because you eat two or three pieces and you're kind of extending your caloric intake for, for the day. That's not right. I've been there. It's actually like, yeah. And, um, you know, so, but, you know, I, I totally understand the, the level three part of the program, but I think the healthier thing to do is understand what you're really doing there. And when, when you're going through that aspect of the program, you're really eating in a caloric deficit. And understanding that part of the program, I think, is uh, quite a bit more valuable. It was more valuable to me. So at, at about the time... Um, the 2022 summit happened is when <clears throat> I started uh, going down a different path of, of understanding food and understanding calories and understanding uh, better eating habits because, you know, I started gaining the weight back and I didn't want to get, go back into that. I got back above 190 and I was like mortified, you know, and, you know, a lot of people, you know, like me that it, I think uh, they 
gone through the program and gained a little bit of weight back and they start freaking out. But the thing is, is, is you, you have to kind of, um, one of my favorite things that I do in, in my line of work is you have what they call uh, in, in, um, inspect and adapt activity. So you, inspecting basically means you stop what you're doing, evaluate, and change if you need to. And that, to me that means quite a bit, especially in your eating habits you know, maybe every week you stop and look at your eating habits and if they change and if they have you, you a steep pound snuck in, you know, change it and, and do something different. And that's kind of what I did around the time the summit happened. And since then, I've um, everything's worked out great. I My weight's been back in the check, and I haven't really gotten above 190 at all. Right now, actually, I'm going through a pretty cool program, if I can tell you guys about it. I, I can't really say a whole lot about it, I don't think. I don't think I'm allowed to, to be honest. But um, uh, I'm working with Dr. Tom uh, Wallet with um, some power cuff uh, workout programs using uh, light weights. And I'm doing that now, and I'm gaining, I've gained about eight pounds of weight with this program and um and it's but it, i'm doing the um in body scans have you guys ever heard of that no yes i, th I think oh. so oh. Will you explain okay. it crystal i, yeah, sure. I don't so, i don't think i've heard of it I, I i don't know the exact components but i think what happens is they the the scan uh shoots like a low voltage um, electricity signal through your body. And based on the time it takes to get through your body, they can measure the, the amount of com uh, what your body is composed of, rather it be uh, the amount of fat versus the amount of muscles and uh, the muscle density you have. And um, since I've been on this program, my muscle density has gone up and my uh, body fat has gone down. So I know pretty much for a fact that, you know, I'm gaining muscles with this program and losing body fat at the same time, and that's kind of cool. That's that's a really cool feeling, and um, yeah, and the measurements all pan out. So that you know, the program is kind of a a, a roller coaster ride for me. I had the initial success in October, you know, up to through October, started doing the uh, blood flow restriction training without weights, and then you know the um, um, the summit happened, and then um, then Dr. Tom and I started working together on this uh, workout thing, and it's working out pretty good. That's amazing. Well, so you've 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 gotten all this done in just in just a couple of years in this program. Going forward, do you have any kind of goals, or do you have any aspirations to you know certified or? Where do you want to take it? You know, say DDPY, you can take it anywhere. It's, you know, anyone can do it, and you take it wherever it goes. Um, where do you see yourself going with this? Any place in particular? I don't know. Um, I, at one time, I did want to get um, a certification. When I was in um, Atlanta for the summit, I talked to Hayden, and at the time, the program was shut off. Um, they weren't taking any new uh, you know, um, applications at the time. I since then they've opened it up, um, and but I, I thought about doing it one time. But right now I got a lot of other things going on in my life. I just I, I, right now the certification and doing that uh, is not in the plans. But you know the results that I'm having, I, I definitely think the changes that I've had um, physically from my current program that I'm on. Uh, I I don't see that being um, just like you know. If, a 12-week challenge thing. This is like a, you know, a mindset shift and um, a f being healthy and fit. I, I feel like that uh, this is the healthiest I've been in my entire life, and definitely in my adult life. And I think I've accomplished the primary goal of what I went, uh, try, initially got into DDPY is just to make sure I'm going to be around to have this little human, um, you know, have his dad to be around, to love on, <laughs> you know, but to, I, to, I love it. any aspirations beyond that is, I, I just don't, at this point, I don't, I just hope that, you know, the, the, the goals that I achieve in my time week, uh, my 12-week time frame, I, I achieve it, and one of them is doing a pull-up, <laughs> I don't know how many pull-ups you guys can do, but I, I can't do one. 
Yeah, yeah my, I've had two reconstructive shoulder surgeries, so that's my hardest. <laughs> that's my the hardest thing I, I deal with is trying to do a pull up. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a, a reconstructive surgery too. That's you know I mentioned the um, some of the physical problems that I've had. You know I had a, a motorcycle crash um, about eleven years ago. Twelve. Oh, sorry, that was about fourteen years ago. And part of that crash is I had my uh, foot almost ripped off um, of my. It, it was. It, it, I say it was ripped off. Part of my foot was uh, pulled apart, and my foot exploded out the bottom. And um, I had a skin graft on the bottom of my foot, and I lost my big toe because of the accident. It cut off the blood circulation. But that was a, another challenge that I had with um, uh, with this. Like um, I can't even walk barefooted on on pavement. It feels like I'm walking on my knuckles. It's it's just ter- hurts terribly. But you know, I, I, that's a kind of. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, I just got to point out how casually you just said your foot was blown apart. <laughs> like, I'm like, I got to stop at that for a second. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty significant injury. <laughs> the way you nonchalantly said it, I, I would be dwelling on that for a bit. That's, that's a pretty crazy injury to come back from. Yeah, so if the, the, the specifics of it, I was on a dirt bike, and uh, we went out one day um, to ride, and um, – we were, I, I, I don't know, this may, I don't think this is a racist comment, but people would I'd give your motorcycle or your car the Italian tune-up, you know, you just rev it up really hard. And we were doing that, and if it is a racist thing, I apologize, it's just a term we use. But as I was doing that, I was running my dirt bike in, back into the pits, and somebody was coming out, and we collided, and my foot uh, was on my foot peg, and it top at the bottom of his foot peg hit the top of my foot and my foot exploded oh. out the bottom and it crushed my foot oh. and uh yeah it was a trip and um the other guy hit i got up off my bike immediately and ran over to him but in, in the meantime i kind of landed on my shoulder and my head and i didn't even think too much about my foot but uh you mentioned the the shoulder separation that shoulder injury i had ended up being a grade 4 shoulder separation that required reconstruction surgery and then um i went over and checked on my buddy and he was fine and um i was like well let's go ride and then i just dawned on me man my foot feels kind of numb maybe i ought to check that and then pulled my foot out of my boot and my white sock was completely red and I looked at the top of my foot and I could see broken skin and a little bit of bone and I said I probably ought to go get this checked out so we left and uh, long story short I had about four or five doctors tell me they wanted to cut my foot off and oh. you know I was I know it's so I'm a boarder for since I was a kid I was a skateboarder I was a weight uh, my early 30s and 40s I was a snowboarder and wakeboarder and there's just no way I could have half my foot cut off with my lifestyle the way it is so I um but I had like four three or four at least a doctor say that it, you know we have to cut half your foot off and then finally I went to this one doctor and says well I think we can save your foot <clears throat> but you have to go sit in a hyperbaric oxygen chamber for uh, three hours a day at, for eight weeks. And I was like, okay. So I went into the first treatment and they slid me in that tube and they said, look, some people have, get a little claustrophobic. So if you do, just knock on the glass and we'll pull you straight out. <clears throat> so about, three minutes into the dive, that's what they call it. I don't know if you guys know that, but when you go, when they pressurize a hyperbaric oxygen chamber, they, they call it a dive. And um, about three minutes into my dive, I started freaking out and they knocked on the glass and they pulled me out of my dive. And I went home and my uh, wound specialist said, Hey, <clears throat> um, if you can't do this, we understand that you're going to lose your foot. And I was like, what can we do to, um, can you sedate me? Is there anything you can do? And they were like, yeah, we can, we can give you volume. And I was like, let's do that. So um, for about the, every every treatment I had with that, I was taking volume, and I slept through all of it pretty much for the entire eight weeks. And um, 
Yeah, it was kind of a trip. It was a trippy thing. But the whole thing is that goes back to the lifestyle. The, the, what I, I needed to have an exercise routine that complemented the injuries I've had, and that was another one that I really had to work around is that um, the skin graft on the bottom of my foot, it, it's uh, something I have to deal with. Uh, obviously for the rest of my life, but that's another thing that kind of sucks. I mean, the fact that DDPY is no impact would probably be a huge thing for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. and, Mac, I think part of, another answer to one of your questions also, um, you know, the, the health issues I had, you know, I had high blood pressure. I was taking a crap load of medicine for that. Um, um, I mean, the, the amount of medication I, I was taking before I st- started doing DDPY, it went from that to taking none. I'm about as healthy as any, uh, you know, a 55, 56-year-old man could be. It, it, I take no medications um, to, uh, to sustain my life, nothing. So I mean, that's impressive it, nowadays, especially. <laughs> Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, yeah, that's. I mean, you touched on something a little while ago. I kind of want to go back to. I asked you what your sure. goals for the future were, and you kind of just gave me the like. I, I don't know, just trying to do what I'm doing, and I love that approach because I've said this a million times. Goals are great, but if I make a goal today, in five years, I'm not going to be the same person. It's so great to kind of just go along with what you're doing and figure out who you are along the way. And the way that you're measuring your happiness now through your life changes and just feeling better and doing better. Um, I think that's an amazing thing to look at. I think sometimes we, in society, they talk about goals. They, Oh, it was a childhood dream to be a baseball player. It was a childhood dream. You know, my childhood dream was to be a Ninja turtle and just, you know, nowadays it's not so much. <laughs> I think it's great to have a goal but it's also great to be willing to evolve your goals and kind of figure out who you are and work towards it as you go. I'm, I'm sure today your family, your friends, you know, you, the, your, your adopted child, they must see a huge difference in you. They must just see you as a different person. How are they kind of experiencing who you are at this very moment? Oh man, I don't know. I, it's, uh, my wife and I were talking about this uh, not too long ago. You talk about friends. It's it's kind of a negative experience with my friends because they um, – and my wife goes to – I mean, she tells me she thinks they're jealous. You know, there's, some of them are still overweight. They drink. They, they, their lives are what they were. And my life's kind of turned around. I'm healthy and fit. I, I call myself fit anyway. I don't know what other people would experience. And, and it's really kind of awesome when you haven't seen somebody in a long time and they, they look at you and they say, wow, Bob, I, I can't believe how much weight you lost. And, and then they extend it beyond that and say, dude, you don't even, you, you, just, you don't even, you look athletic, you look good. And it's, it's amazing. It's a good feeling. And the support you get from, you know, my friends, at least from that regard, isn't, a positive one. It's more kind of a, a side effect, and I think it's negative on their half. But I, I'm completely cool with it. It's like I'm not going to change, man. My attitude has changed, and I like who I am and what I've become. And this is just what you're going to have to deal with from this point on. From that aspect, and of course, my family's all behind me. My, you know, my wife, my you know, five-year-old, four-year-old. He's going to be five pretty soon. He loves his papa. Oh, I think that's so wow. amazing. That's that's special. I'd like to apologize. I'm muting you in between calls, uh, in between I'm talking because there's a car alarm going on outside my window. So <laughs> I apologize for that going on there. Uh, you know, you said it right. You know, a lot of people, you, you, when you know friends, and I don't think it's necessarily, I don't think they mean harm or mean unwell but the fact that you got out of a position that they probably are still in is intimidating to people. It's, you know, it's not that they're rooting against you, but they realize that they're not being able to succeed where you are. And I think it's, it's, you know, friends can be difficult in that way, but 
I think you just keep doing what you're doing, and eventually there's no better way to preach to somebody the new lifestyle or sobriety or DDPY than living well near them because they'll see your happiness and they'll see your inspiration, and eventually it'll sink in that, you know, I could do this too. But uh, friends are difficult, so I understand where you're coming from with that, but I, I don't think people necessarily are bad. I think they're just confused and struggling themselves. Yeah, I, I'd even go so far in some instances are jealous, you know. I mean, um, you know, I, I, that's my experience anyway. I'm jealous. Of, why, why did some people say some of the things they say if they didn't have a little jealousy going on? But that's okay. I, they can be jealous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. You know, um, you know I, when you look like me, a lot of people are jealous, so I get that all the time too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Nobody's jealous of me. Uh, <laughs> my wife just nodded, by the way. Anyway, <laughs> so um, uh, well, it's so cool to, to see all the stuff you're doing with Doctor with Doctor Tom and, and being right as a PC. Um, a couple years ago, when you started this, did you see this as a possibility getting to where you are today, where you're at, you know, in the community? Or did this seem like a pipe dream? Or are you type of person that just, you know, I'm one of those guys that just makes things happen? I, I would say the, 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 the latter of your statement is, is where I, I have been. I, I did, you know, I have posted quite a bit in the last of my first year, and I've slowed down quite a bit. And my friend Rob uh, Ramsey, um, last year at PDC, you know, he was like, you know, he said, you know, it's not about, you know, you and trying to challenge yourself. It's about inspiring people. And um, even with that last year, I didn't post a whole heck of a lot. But um, this year I'm kind of rethinking my um, – a little bit. I, I'm thinking about trying to get – and in, I, I don't remember who said it in the episode of, you know, DDP Radio that I was to, but they, they made a comment about inspiring people. And you never know who you're going to inspire and what you go through and just, you know, telling people your story and what, <clears throat> how that can inspire them to make a change in their life and, and, and to a, a positive direction. So I'm, I'm probably going to be a little bit more vocal this next year than I have in this past year. But as, as far as, you know, uh, being uh, – you know, uh, involved as an instructor. I'm not sure how, if I want to do that. I, um, at one time I did, but I, I, right now I got a lot of other things going on. I, you know, you know, yeah, in my career, it's not going the direction I am. And, you know, with, you know, being in, in the community and talking to people like Dr. Tom, for example, you know, I, I think he loves helping people like he loves doing this. And it's really exciting to see people like that. It makes you want to be like that with helping other people do this and, and explain to them. Like if somebody posts, one of my friends say, yeah, I'd like to lose weight. I, I you know, make a little mental note and I uh, message him on Facebook and say, Hey, if you need any help, let me know. I, I know a program you can do and you need me help, uh, you know, setting uh, your macros. I could probably help you there, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, that's kind of where I'm at with it and, you know, uh, my fitness part of it and the nutrition side of it. So I have a – I'm sorry. We have a – there's a very mean delay in Canada right now. Um, I just have a quick question. What would new Bob tell old Bob? Wow. Um, new Bob would have told old Bob. You, you should have done this, you know, do this earlier in your life. I mean, if that's what you mean, like if I could go back in time, at what age would I have told myself to do this? It, it would have been years ago. I, you know, the, alcohol, waking up from a, a hangover, it, there's nothing joyous about it. You, you have a good time the night before, but, the, the time you have the next morning and, you know, the things you remember, if you remember them, it, it's embarrassing and nothing about it's fun. And, you know, do it, do it sooner in your life. It's, 
it's mm-hmm. so much life is so much easier <clears throat> without feeling the way you do with uh, those poisons in your body. I say poisons, but you know that sure. you know, it, it, it was fine. Don't get me wrong; it just wasn't worth it. You know, so that's well, probably my answer to do it sooner. I think that's great. Yeah, that that that's a really great insight. You know, because when you're ready to quit, sometimes you can't see the big picture. You look at the the miserable couple weeks ahead of you, but to be able to talk to yourself way back then and reassure yourself how worth it this is all going to be, it's an invaluable tool. But for, unfortunately, you can't do that. You can't go back in time. All you can do is move forward. And I love the way that you're moving forward. I love your story. I love that you're so dedicated to helping other people who might be in your shoes where your shoes used to be. Um, no one wants to hear a success story from someone who's always been fit, successful, and figured yep. out. The great, the great benefit for a lot of these shows that we do here is people recognize themselves and they say, well, he was in the kind of shape I was. He was dealing with what I was. And to see people be successful who look like you, sound like you, identify like you, that's an invaluable resource. And with that resource and with those tools that you've gotten and are now sharing, you're going to save a lot of people's lives. You're going to change people's lives. And that's the best thing that we do here at DDP radio. Yeah. And you know, that's the thing is, is, you know, you, you reflect on your life and the things that you've done and the, the chances and risks you take, you know, the, the accident I had with that, involved my foot I can easily land it on top of my head you know and and then I wouldn't be able to do anything for the rest of my life so you know to to sit back and reflect two years ago from about this time my two-year DDPY anniversary is coming up but you know to to sit back at that time and think I I got to do something different because what I'm doing isn't working anymore and um, and doing it and being in that position to to show that you can do it with the injuries you you can have a, a a knee a bad knee you can have a bad back and you can you can have a bad neck all, every all of those things I have and I was still able to be successful in my weight loss adventures um, it, with this program and it, it, this program it was. You know, it's just not the exercise program itself. It's community. You know, the community is there. You find inspiration every single day from the community. And even the, the, the group, that, the people that are in my uh, group, they're, they're awesome. They're amazing people. And they go through a lot of the same things. And I couldn't, I have nothing but great things to say about those guys and girls. <clears throat> well, I can't figure a better way to close things out than to go out on that note uh thank you bob wright everybody thank you so much for yeah. uh, for coming on with us for sharing your story and for keeping doing what you do and inspire so many other people in the community in your community and uh i'm excited to someday have you back and get an update again when you finish uh, that program with dr tom if you want to come out and talk about it with him or come on by yourself we'd love to have you back as well but thank you so much for taking the time Oh, yeah, it's my pleasure, and thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks, Bob. Thanks Thank for allowing you. me to share my story. All right. <laughs> oh, absolutely. We, that's what we do. And uh, your story's important. Your story's inspiring, and I have a feeling it's going to continue to do so. So thank you for what you do as well. All right, guys. Thanks. Oh, what a uh, what a fun show! Thank you so much, Bob, and thank you, Crystal, for for setting all this up. You do such a great job. Um, getting such incredible stories and we have such diverse stories that we tell on this show and I think that's so awesome because so many people see themselves in so many things we talk about and uh, that's how we move forward and that's how we inspire people through our lives our uh, our lifestyles and our experiences so I know that Crystal you got something good for us tonight we gotta end out on a really good note we gotta fire into 2023 with a quote that's going to sustain us. I mean, I know we'll be back next week, but I need a quote that you're going to bring to us to start off 2023 with a bang. 
Oh, this one's a good one. You're going to like this. So it's from Jody Picot, and the quote is, you can always edit a bad page, but you can never edit a blank page. Wow. That one made me think for a second. And if you can hear the gears turning in my head, that's what that sound is. That's a good one. I like that one. It does oh, look good very one. good. That's a perfect quote to start for 2023. And I say, hey, what the hell, let's fill this page all the way up. All right, guys. Sure. We'll see you guys back next week with a brand-new episode of GDP Radio live right here at GDPRadio.com. Bob Wright, thank you so much. We're excited to have you back here again sometime. Crystal, thank you for everything we'll do. GDP Radio Universe. I hate when people use the word universe, but I'm going to do it. Uh, We'll see you guys next week with a brand-new episode and beyond to 2023, 2024. And I think if I know Crystal uh, right, she's already booked us through 2027, 8 by now. I refuse to answer. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I'm hoping to be alive long enough to see how far she's booked at this moment. So we'll, we'll make that my goal for the new year and beyond. We'll see you guys soon. Uh, DDP Radio, we're out. Thank you, guys. Bang! Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The powerbomb set up by Page. Oh, the Diamond Cutter! I don't believe it! Diamond Cutter out of the powerbomb! We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.